That sounded like a lunch lady. Hey, we're back. The lunch ladies are back. We're back from our little break. I hope you guys got some of the snacks. I know. Because we have none here. <laughs> but let's get into this episode. So mm-hmm. romantic comedies, do you love them, Amarachi? Do you hate them? Are you a big fan? You know what? I I won't say I'm a big fan, mm-hmm. but I will say I like them very much. Okay. I can I can enjoy a good mom com. Okay. All right. Let's dive into this uh, list. So we're gonna. Hold start- on, before we dive, what about you? Oh my god, I never think about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so modest. Uh, no, I love romantic comedies. Okay, uh, but I don't think there's. I think of late, I haven't seen like a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. So anytime I'm in a mood for romantic comedy, I usually go to like the early 2000s and maybe the 90s. That's but right. yeah, I love a good romantic comedy. Oh, like that. that makes you feel good inside. It does. It definitely does. Okay. So this list, we're gonna start from. 50 and then we're gonna go all the way up to one uh before anyone thinks like oh my god this is gonna be a long episode we're gonna skip a few we're we're only gonna talk about the ones that we've seen or that we can actually comment on Mm -hmm. um so starting off at number one so at 50 they're putting 500 days of summer i don't get it i don't get this film i never got the film i know my sister was a big fan loved it a lot of people who i i knew um this came out when we were in high school i think yeah and a, a lot of my friends loved it, and I tried watching, and I, I just couldn't get into it. No, it wasn't my it wasn't my thing. Sorry. So we'll go to the next one. <laughs> Sorry if anybody was out there. If you liked it, you liked it. Uh, we're gonna skip to number 40, uh, 49, To all the boys I've loved before. I love that movie. It's one of those movies. If you know, you know. Um, I was just telling Daisy. I feel like uh, to all the boys that I have loved before. It's definitely this generation's type of rom-com. Like the 90s had theirs, the 80s had theirs, even the early 2000s. And just coming into this um, generation, this is their rom-com. I feel like if you're a hopeless romantic like myself, I feel like you're going to still get butterflies. And it just it's just a feel-good movie. You know, unpopular opinion, I've, I haven't watched it yet. I will watch it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you just said that it's, it's, a, it's like this new... Um, rom-com from this generation um just knowing the little that i know about this film it's so much it's diverse yes and and i think that's like the the thing now like let's show like other types of love stories not just like what we've all been watching all these times so that's cool that's cool it it is on my list i will watch it all right we're gonna skip to uh, sweet home alabama is is 48 actually have you watched this no i have not I love I love this movie. It's a classic. It's it's with uh, my girl Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Um, snap, snap, Reese. I think it should be a little bit higher. I just I just think it's it's like one of those like classic films, and it's a good rom com. Obviously, it's on this list, but there's just it's not just like oh I'm I'm gonna fall in love with somebody and all of that. But I really like this film. It's about a woman who she's living in New York. She just got engaged to Patrick Dempsey. Oh, and I know you love him. Um, but then she realized she's still married to her old high school boyfriend from Alabama. So she goes down there and she's like, you need to sign these divorce papers. And he's like, no, I'm not going to sign them. And then it's like that throughout the whole film. And then he, he, um, they end up falling in love because she realizes like the things that she loved about him are also the things that she left when she moved to New York. The one thing I will say, I don't like this whole like city girl you know, do you, like a lot of like Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. it's about a girl who's like living in the big city and she goes to her small town. It's like, oh, this is all I've ever wanted. But aside from that, I really, I thought it was a good movie. I think it should be a little bit higher. Okay. 
Why are you still laughing? <laughs> Sally's divorce papers. <laughs> I think I'm gonna just skip to the scene when they ask to sign the divorce papers. Um, all right, we're gonna skip to number 44 because we think this one should be higher. Ten Super things, higher. Ten things I hate about you. A uh, classic. Heath Ledger, may he rest in peace, and Julia Stiles. Eh? Again, who doesn't like a teen rom-com movie? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a staple. It's a staple. It's good. I, you know what? I don't want to spoil it for y'all out there. No one wants to spoil it. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Wow. I'm just like... Watch it now. <laughs> She's like, you're not watch gonna, it now. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, and fun fact, it's based off of uh, William Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shoot. For those who are Shakespearean. And a lot of 90s movies, I feel like, are based on Shakespeare stuff. But nonetheless. A new fact that I learned today from Daisy. We'll continue. Number 43, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. First of all, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> He's just a dreamboat. Who, first of all, who uses dreamboat out these days? Such a dream boat. No, but he is the king of rom-com movies. Yeah, he's done So this was, again, another classic. I don't know why it was so low on the list. Uh, one, one thing I liked about this movie is it was sort of like playing off of different stereotypes. So like she was doing all the things that like supposedly men hate in women. Um, and then he was doing all the things that supposedly women loved in men. So I kind of liked that they were playing um, playing up those things. So I thought it was, it was cute. It was cute. It's kind of funny too. No, it is funny. It is funny. Are you sure? <laughs> It's funny. All right, we're going to skip to number 41. I don't know why it's one of 41. She's the man starring Amanda Bynes and a very young Channing Tatum. First of all, this movie needs to be like top 10. It really does. She's the man um, changed my life. And, and how, how so? I wanted to play soccer after this movie. Actually, I've always wanted to play soccer, but I really wanted to like play soccer, and I wanted to go to a private school, and I wanted to meet a guy at a private school. None of that happened, so <laughs> it changed my life because I was miserable. But it was such a good movie. It was such a good movie. My favorite part is the tampon part. Oh, yeah, the tampon. See? Like, look at that. They were making periods like acceptable for everyone you know what i mean yeah this is no, daisy's dream you see her reliving this dream this dream right now I she's just, going crazy i this movie and it's amanda Bynes, and i think amanda Bynes. we don't give her enough credit for we being, don't like one of the like best comedic actresses of our generation especially mm -hmm. um she was in so many movies she like she was on all of that and then she had the amanda Bynes show her comedic timing is so so good and i can't think of any actress during that time and in her generation during that time, like playing this role and having it be so good. It was actually, I was, really liked that wig on her. She was just, yeah, it, she just was good. it was good. I just, and Channing Tatum. That's going to be the thing for this. <laughs> dreamboat. Dreamboat. And honestly, Channing Tatum, like my, my type is like a soccer, like a soccer Ooh, guy. Watch like, out. Watch out. Watch out out there. So like he, like this movie, look at me. Look, she's getting a little, a little hot. Already thinking everything. Yeah, this movie was great. Anyways. All right, we'll, we'll continue. So number 40. Also should be higher. 13 going on 30. I want to be 30, flirty, and thriving. This movie needs to be higher. Oh my God. What was your favorite part in that movie? What your favorite scene in general? I think my favorite scene, I love a good dance sequence. So I like I like when they did the thriller dance. I thought that mm -hmm. was really good. Um, but to be honest, I just loved every scene. I loved like 
I love the moments when she, I love actually the first moment when she wakes up in her I was just about to say that. And she's like, oh my God, you're a boy. Like, what does this mean? And she's like, ah, ah, ah. And Jennifer Gardner just does such a fantastic job. Another person who I want to see more of. Jennifer Gardner is so multifaceted. She was doing like a bunch of action movies during that time. And then she did 13 going on 30. Yeah, she, our girl needs like more credit. She does. Yeah, that movie was just so, so good. And, and I think now that we're um, in our late 20s, I remember I watching know. I remember like watching that movie when I was really young. And even like her younger self was thinking about like, oh, when I'm 30, like things are going to be perfect and, and all this. And as we're inching closer to that age. Ooh, and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I even had that even thought come mm-hmm. up to my mind. I feel like I'm still 13. Yeah. Like you, yeah. So I like the fact that it showed you that at any, don't like final destination, what is a happy, destination happiness? Mm-hmm. Like where you like think when I get to this place, I'm going to be happier. I feel like that was a, like a good movie about that. Now that I'm older watching it back before I just thought I would also like to be older and like a magazine editor and all these things. Exactly. All right. Next on the list, number 39, Knocked Up with Katherine Heigl. Where is she? And um, <laughs> Seth Rogen. I, okay. Like, I don't feel, I think it's, that's a good number. 39 is a good number. 39 is a good number. It, it was all right. It's, it, it, I feel like, again, this was one of the movies that just started that raunchy mm. rom-com type of error that we were seeing and Knocked Up was the one right following right after that. Yeah. Um, so, again, a little, a little taste. It's and, something. Another, in like, raunchy, yes, and also, like, um, maybe, like, guys who you wouldn't really expect to be in a rom-com. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, Seth Rogen. I know Adam Sandler did a bunch, so maybe he's the one who opened the door for everyone. But Adam Sandler had some type of appeal. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't... Because look at Seth... Seth Rogen is still... He's, he's, he's getting kind of tasty out there. But... Um, during his beginning, his beginning stages, he did look a little rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Adam Sandler was someone that you can be able. He was someone that you can pass off. Like he was, he was your average he's looking guy. Like a Pete Davidson. Yeah, he was like a Pete Davidson, like he average looking guy. But you can see yourself going on a date with him. Mm, but say, Seth Rogen at that time, rough around the edges. No, I won't even look at him twice. Adam Sandler in his beginning stages, I will look at him twice. Okay, you have a point. You have a point. So yeah, I opened the door for like just the guy you would expect. Come over here. <laughs> Let's go on a date. Uh, number thirty-eight, the best man. This movie, I think, should definitely be higher, and yeah. it features a bunch of black actors. We got Tate Diggs in there. We got Morris Chestnut, Mia Long, Mia Long, and Lathan, um, Regina Hall, Regina Hall. Like this, literally. It has everyone. It really does. And I feel like the storyline is really, I think it's a really fun storyline. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely not your like boy meets girl um, type of movie. It really is. I feel like it's definitely talks about friendship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and where things can take you as you grow mm-hmm. and how your mindset has changed. Yeah. Right. And what would you do when you were in college and what would you do now? And sometimes the facades that you still have to put up with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Especially long-term mm-hmm. friends like that. That's true. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I, first of all, I hope they're making a second one. Okay? A third. A third. Oh, yeah, they the had a second one. Like it's the third one. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited. Again, this movie, I don't understand why I was so far down Yeah, no, I think it needs to be higher. It's, it's definitely a classic in, in a lot of, like, black households and, and just in life in general. It's such a, it's a really good movie. 
So bump that up. <laughs> number up. number 37, the wedding planner. The wedding planner, yes. I love how she had to think about that real quick. The wedding planner. The wedding planner. With with J-Lo, with Jennifer Lopez and Ralph Fiennes. I guess, I, the queen of rom-coms. Well, one of the queens. Mm-hmm. Like she's, you know, I think she's definitely your top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, Matthew McConaughey. He's like, oh, he is in there. Oh my God, Dizzy. What's going on in there? This is- <laughs> Sorry, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about Made in Manhattan. I don't know why that's what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Um, yes, Matthew McConaughey, not Ralph Fiennes. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I I, um, I really liked this movie. It was good. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is when people started really falling in love with Jennifer Lopez. I think so too. She had a, she had an era, like early 2000s. like Randy That was Hardy. her time. Yeah. Do it up. And and I think she fits so well in these type of roles. She's so charming. So, yeah. But it was a good one. It was a good one. Let's skip that. Okay, we're going to skip to 35. Crazy Stupid Love with um, Ryan Gosling, Stephen Corral, and the Stones in it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this movie too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard it did really well in the box, yeah. box office. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I like the fact that the movie is about, like, three different generations of, like, people from the same family and how they're falling in love and from like a childhood crush to like, you know, Emma Stone's character, meaning that Brian Gosling and then from like Steve Carell and uh, Julian Moore, I think. So I like the fact that it was like different generations, but I loved it. And, and Ryan Gosling was shirtless. So Ooh, you got me there. A, we all love the shirtless Ryan Gosling. You got me there, but I thought it was cute. It was really funny. All right, we're going to skip to 32. Ooh. Crazy Rich Asians. This should be higher. This should be higher. I, I, should I, had be a, higher. I, had, I had to think about it real quick. Yeah, no, this should be a lot higher. For those who haven't watched this film, you need to watch it. I was one of those who watched the, the film very late. And when I did, literally, I pressed, I pressed play again and rewatched it. It was so beautiful. Like, I, I had, like, well, not, like, I didn't get super teary, but I got really emotional watching it because, like, one, if you think about the fact that, like, that type of Asian representation has not been shown, mm-hmm. especially in in like you know the Western world. Uh, so to see that, to see a rom com, to see all these like beautiful characters and you know the culture and everything, I I really loved it. I think I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, and they're coming out with um, a sequel, but only focusing on Astrid's character and oh. um, like her her like romantic because it's based on books. So I think it, they're gonna just take it from the books. So I'm excited to see that, but this this one should definitely be higher. Skipping to number thirty, Twenty Seven Dresses. That was a good movie. Again, yeah. where is uh, Catherine doing? Yeah, these guys, Catherine Heigl was in like a bunch of things, and then like I feel like she just disappeared. It's okay, maybe people need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie. I actually not thinking about it, you know, thinking when she was um, she had these Twenty Seven Dresses, <laughs> uh, and her trying them on. I was like, I hope I'm I never want to be her. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understand. I'm sorry, Catherine. I'm really, really sorry. But not I. That's not that's <laughs> not my portion. But yeah, that was a, that was a cute film. That was a cute yeah. Film. Yeah, I can see. Okay, we're gonna skip to number twenty nine. Working girl. Have you watched that? It's mm-hmm. Harrison Ford and another act Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith, I think, is um do you remember Fifty Shades of Grey Dakota Johnson? Yes. That's her mom. What? Yeah, I think it was her mom. Crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. But anyways, I watched this film. I really liked it. I actually don't think you should, it's a rom-com. I just think it's like a coming of age story for like a woman. I, I don't think, or like, 
Yeah, I don't think it's a rom-com. I think it's just like a, a, a re... I've watched this movie and I really liked it, but I think it's more of like a, a woman empowerment uh, movie. I don't really think it's like a rom-com all the way. I think it focused more about this character's like, you know, she started working in the city and, and doing all these big girl stuff. So I feel like I should focus on that. But okay. Number 28, there's something about Mary. A classic. Cameron Diaz. Again, it needs to be higher on the list. Um, but a classic. That this movie, like Ben Stiller, actually, he's another guy. I feel like he was in so many different types of like rom coms and like these yeah. types of films. But something about Mary should be a lot higher. It's so so good. It really is. I loved it. Uh, I just love the scene. The the scene is her putting the quote unquote gel in her hair. Yeah, yeah like little things. Is like this gel? Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you're too young. Or or go or go Google it. But I liked. I um, that was a good. Number 27, Can't Buy Me Love. This is an oldie, right? I love this movie. I love a good 80s film. Of course, Patrick Dempsey. Oh mm. my goodness. My favorite scene of him, you know, driving the quote unquote lawnmower, uh, cutting the grass, and just seeing the girl of his dreams right next door. Um, him and his cute glasses. Um, such again, another classic. It's a nice. It's definitely a nice movie just to sit down. You want something just a mm -hmm. little uh, heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Love it. I don't think they make like young romantic comedies like that anymore. They don't. Mm -hmm. They really don't. And this is where this new generation, what I was talking about yeah, earlier, yeah. comes in, mm -hmm. um, where you have this kind of high school young love. Yeah. But it's usually never done well. So I was very surprised mm -hmm. that to all the boys I, I have loved. Did it did it well? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Have you ever watched the the sequel with um, not the sequel? They remade this movie with Nick Cannon and Christian Christian Leon. Christina Milian. Oh, I think I I think I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't so good. Moving on. <laughs> and number twenty six, Boomerang with Eddie Murphy and Halle Berry. Yes, it was a good movie. And you know what? The, another person. Uh, I would say in the black universe, Eddie Murphy was also a, another true. king when it comes to rom-coms. Yeah. And he played it so well. He did. Especially this character. This character was your suave, all right player guy, really trying to get that girl. And I don't know. There's something about Eddie Murphy that you don't think he will play this character, but he played his character well, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Does it was it. a good one. It was a good one. And it's nice just to seeing like more black representation on this list. So, <laughs> so that's that's a good one. Um, number twenty four, Love Actually, and it stars like a bunch of British actors in it. Um, have you watched it? Um, don't remember it pretty well, but okay. you said British actors, so they started kind of popping up in my brain. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I actually think it should be higher because it, it kind of it focuses on like like I think there's like ten characters and there's like many scenes of each one, and somehow yeah. they're all like they all come connected at the end but i i liked it um the song all i want from christmas is you that song really popped up in this movie i think from this movie uh the myra carey classic but i i love this movie it's really good so okay. i think everyone should it's a it's actually you know what a lot of people have characterized it as a christmas movie because oh. it came out during christmas and okay. like different love so i don't know but i liked it all right, we're gonna to skip to number twenty-one, the forty-year-old virgin. Virgin. I didn't really think of this as a romantic comedy, or maybe like I don't remember it as well. But no, but it definitely is, mm -hmm. and that it ties back into Knocked Up. Mm. This movie was literally the 
the pivotal moment where you had that raunchy, mm-hmm. you know, we did have, um, um, there's something about Mary, mm-hmm. which did great in the box office. And that was that first rated R. Mm. And this one had a whole different spin. And mm. I think this is where Steve Carell really got his start off yeah. from. And again, that's what opened the door to these guys who look very like, you won't look twice at. Like Ben Stiller, back in his days, you would look twice at Ben mm. Stiller. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's you true. won't look twice at Steve Carell. And think about it, who before, I think it was really cool um, spin on being a virgin, you know, mm-hmm. that word back in that day. And it's, you know, it's still at this time, like it can be kind of taboo. Yeah, yeah. And especially being at that age, like, hold on, you're still a virgin at, you know, 40 years old, which there's nothing wrong about being a virgin at 40 years old. But the way they tie that in in a really um, comedic type of way, mm-hmm. I think it was, um, I think it was kind of smart. Yeah, yeah. I very, very smart, especially getting, having his friends give him advice about what he should do, what mm-hmm. he should not do, and him just learning his, his own group, yeah. what works best for him. I think it was it was well pre- played out and why it's honestly, surprisingly on this list, I could see why it's on this list mm-hmm. that, that, that uh, number. Oh, solid. We're going to skip number 18, Bridget Jones's Diary with um, Renee Zelliger and a bunch of Hugh Grant, Colin Firth. Oh, I liked it. It was a good. It was a good movie. I'm surprised. It's, actually, I think it's actually in a good spot. You you think so? You know, I, you know what? I I do agree with you. I guess the reason why I said you think so because it is one of those rom coms that pops into oh, your head. That's true. That's right true. away, yeah, people it should definitely be higher. Yeah, people um, use it as examples all the time, mm-hmm. especially just being on your bed eating cake. So like. That's the only reason why, but I think yeah. it's in the good. I think it's in the good. You're right. No, I think it should be higher because he had so much of a chokehold on. on <laughs> oh, I missed that word. <laughs> on society and culture, and I think a lot of people used to say that this movie was so realistic and so relatable. Mm-hmm. The fact that you see her on her bed eating ice cream, and at the time Renee Zellweger gained weight for this role, although I think her body is is normal in the movie. But at that time, they're like, whoa, like this, <laughs> this big girl. Come- it's crazy. You know what? How messed up you were about Yeah, that because thing. she literally looks, she looks like an average woman, but apparently that was something people wrote about, and that's why they think it's so relatable, but I don't, she looked fine. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a cute movie. I, I really liked it too. All right, moving along, uh, number 17, Two Weeks Notice, which also stars Hugh Grant, who I think had his little, like, British, like, romantic comedy thing going on. Did. Um, it's with Sandra Bullock, who I think is another queen of this like genre. Yeah, she's I liked top it. Five. Yeah, I liked it. It's a it's a good it's a good movie. I'm happy it's on this list. I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but I can again I can see why people liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good one. It's they they start out as like enemies, and then she ends up working for him, and then she's like, I don't want to work for you anymore. Here's my two weeks. I'm giving you two weeks notice. Hence the title of the movie, and then they end up falling in love within those two weeks, which is kind of funny. Um, number sixteen, the holiday. With Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Oh my god, Jack Black is in this too. Very surprising. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Jack Black. No offense. Again, he is someone who, who pushed the movement and yeah. his film. But anyways, The Holiday. Um, a delightful movie. I, yes. thought, I thought it was really nice, really cute. I've never seen Kate Winslet in a romantic comedy, I think, until this. Yes. Because I feel like she was doing a lot of like serious roles. So I like the fact that she was trying something new. And it's always good to see Cameron Diaz. I think she's, she's hilarious. Another person. 
Number 15, Hitch. This, first of all, Hitch should be much higher. Hitch should be much higher. Um, I don't know. Again, this was this was actually a time, not going back, when I saw Will Smith in a different light. Okay? Mm. In a little bit of a different light. And why would I say that? Because we did see him in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Uh, and seeing how he was transitioning to more of, that film guy really hitting the box office hard and heavy, mm -hmm. um, and really doing pretty well. And then seeing him in this in this light mm -hmm. was really interesting. And yeah. I like his chemistry that he had with um, uh, Eva Mendes. Yes, and also who was the um, Kevin? What's his name? It's definitely Kevin. Um, Sorry, uh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin James. Yeah, they did really well together. Mm -hmm. I think so too. It was it was such an adorable movie, and I like the fact that the movie was about. Um, this guy who's trying to get this girl. It's like most romantic comedies. Uh, but I like the Hitch's perspective on everything. Mm -hmm. um, although it was like, he's, he told every person he worked with, is like, you can get anyone you want as long as like you're respectful and stuff yeah. like that. Like they didn't focus so much on like the superficial things. Yeah. It wasn't about that he was big, he was yeah. big or, or like he, he, he had average average job. Yeah. It was like, you need to focus on X, Y, and Z to get this. Exactly. And he only enhanced um, Kevin Smith's, Kevin Smith, Kevin James's character. He didn't like give him surgery, like a, a crazy makeover where it was like, oh, you have to lose weight or have to do anything. It was more sort of like, you know, you. When you feel your best, other people are going to see that and other people are going to be attracted to that. Which is still true out there, uh -huh. um, boys and girls. So, so keep that in mind. So great movie. Should definitely be higher up. Um, we're going to skip to number 11, Something's Gotta Give with um, Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. I have not watched. I'll say I watched it and I liked it. I understand why it's on this list and I think... One of the things I liked, well, actually, when I was younger, I didn't really care, but I can see why this was such an important film because it, it, it was a romantic comedy between two people in like their 60s and 70s. Okay. So I think that's good. Yay, more representation. So, but it was cute. I liked it. I liked it. Um, number 10 is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I sort of forgot. I don't, it should not be number 10. I don't think this movie should be number 10. I don't think it should be number 10. It was a good movie, though. Yeah, yeah it was a good movie, but not number 10. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, for example, Hitch. That should be number ten. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but good movie. Good that it's on the list. But but yeah, um, number nine, The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. It was a good movie. I like a little Drew Barrymore. And like I, I said, Drew, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Adam Sandler. I would look at him twice okay. during that time. During that time. Okay. okay. <laughs> so people are like, "Hey, I look like Adam Sandler." <laughs> <laughs> Send us some DMs. Um, I like The Wedding Singer. I think I don't think it should be as high up, but I did like it. Okay. Yeah, I did like it. I, I, I don't know that high up, but, <laughs> you know, maybe in the in the teens. In the teens. Uh, number eight, My Best Friend's Wedding with, um, I think, again, another queen, Julia Roberts. Oh, she's, I think she, Julia Roberts is number one in that top five. Yeah, where's she's the, I was one. trying to find a bag because that's what she had. She was in these romantic comedies. Um, yeah, I, I really like this movie. I think I like most of the things Julia Roberts has done during that time. Mm -hmm. And I think this was a good one. And um, I remember we were talking about the fact that this is such a realistic romantic comedy because it doesn't have a good ending for Julia Roberts' character. Like she's in love with her best friend. 
he's getting married and she's like, oh, I'm going to win him over. And obviously as the audience, we're like, she's going to win him over. But then he's like, nah, I think I'm going to marry the woman that I proposed to. And I'm like, that's so honorable. Uh, but I like the fact that it ended that way. And, and uh, she sort of has to like come to terms with it, but it was, it was a good movie. It was a realistic romantic comedy. Number six, another Julia Roberts film, Notting Hill with Hugh Grant. I haven't seen it. I think you would like it. It's about, like, she plays an actress and she falls in love with just, like, a regular guy. Okay. So what if Julia Roberts fell in love with a regular guy? That's the movie. It was cute. It was cute. I, I see why it's up here. Um, I think a lot of people liked it. Have you ever watched Julia Roberts? No, but I heard it's really good. Yeah, no. I think I watched it, but I was so young. But it was more of, like, a sports movie. Me too. Honestly, any movie aside from She's the Man that has sports, I just I'm lost. Well, we need to watch it. If you watch it, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, number four. As if Clueless. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite movies. I can watch literally yeah. watch it on replay. Yeah, I think I think number four is 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 great because mm -hmm. I think in terms of like teen romantic comedies, there you go. There, there's the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, truly. And um, why do you think like? Because I also think during this time there's a lot of teen com like teen, yeah. teen dramas and teen comedies and all that. Why do you think this one was like? No, I'm gonna be the creme de la creme of it all. I think mostly back then, before we before we had social media, um, seeing this type of lifestyle was just so ideal. Ideal, excuse me. And you saw it in like Saved by the Bell. Um, that was one of the, the prime shows during that time. But what coming with Clueless, not only the casting, the outfits, um, their mannerisms, but just knowing that you're at like this popular girl was just one of us, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, she was, again, still a quote unquote version at that time, which again is perfectly fine. Oh, I, I don't know. Hey, like, hey, I don't know who was doing that in high school, but. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not, not in our African houses. <laughs> um, but she was also someone who's genuinely nice. Like she wasn't, she wasn't your mean catty girl. I think one thing that Coolest did um, for Cher, like she was so relatable and everyone wanted to either be her or be her friend. And mm -hmm. I think um, that's, I think that's why I made it so iconic because everyone can see themselves as Cher. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it, the the looks from that movie, oh. the costumes, because I, I think that's one of the uh, oh. important part of most films. The costumes are so amazing and still iconic. So, yeah. Oh, let's cool. talk about something that still hasn't been built. Yes. And it's, you know, that movie came, I think that movie came when I was, like, born, back yeah. in 1993. Mm -hmm. um, where is this machine that we can get to pick and choose within yeah. our closet and just see what looks yeah, side note to everyone, Amarachi and I are, are women in tech. Um, so if there are any engineers out there, Talk please, to us. please contact us and let's make this thing happen. Okay. Let's make this thing happen. Let's, let's get it popping. Let's make it. And then we can have like, I think we can make a billion of those. And, and then you guys will be getting episodes all the time because we'll have all the time and money. <laughs> um, but yeah, where is that freaking technology? Still waiting. Yeah. Number three, you've got mail with um, Meg Ryan and good old Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay, I know Tom Hanks at that period of time he was doing really well at those romantic comedies. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I would not look at him twice. <laughs> We're gonna have like Tom Hanks, Ooh, Seth Rogen, 
stands, Steve Carell stands, and Tom Hanks stands are going to come after our podcast. I'm sorry. Who's Tom Hanks son again? Jen Hanks. Jen is going to come after me. Wagwan. Wagwan. And we're talking about. You're going to upset him. Who's going to be talking to me crazy? No. Uh, <laughs> I love no, going back. Going back to what we. I talking. love Tom Hanks, and there'll be no Tom Hanks slandered here. That's so funny. But um, no, this was a cute movie because uh, it was a movie. I think, in my opinion, this is the first movie about modern day dating. It gives yeah. sort of a window as to how we date now. So it's two people who are enemies in real life, but then they end up um, chatting over AOL um, Messenger, and they fall in love through that. And um, I think it just shows how, like, sometimes in the real world, you know, we're all just living our lives. We don't have time. But the fact that they're able to connect just, like, outside of everything, outside of the distract- distractions that's going on in the, in the real world, I thought it was cute. And I will say that doesn't happen in real life. Sadly to say. Yeah, based on all the conversations I've had. <laughs> but it was a cute movie. Definitely. I, I see why it's number three. Uh, number two, Pretty Woman. Walking down the street, pretty woman. Yeah, I, it's Julie Roberts. I think number two is pretty fitting. It, it's really fitting. Yeah. And hello, Julie Roberts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Prime. When you watch, how old were you when you watched this movie? I actually watched this in my, like, teen years. Oh, okay. I oh. watched it when I was a young, was it when I was a young kid. She was a young lattice. I was a young lass. <laughs> I was a young lass watching this. <laughs> I was a young lass. I was a young lassie watching this film. Um, I had no, I, I remember watching it and I did not understand, like, what's the big deal? Like, what is her job? Why are people so, like, I didn't get that she was a prostitute until later on when I when I watched the movie when I was, like, a teenager. <laughs> so the whole time, I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, people are, like, being mean to her. Like, I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't know she was a lady of the night. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's yeah. my new thing. I'm not calling prostitutes prostitutes. Yeah. You're a lady, lady of the night. night. That's more respectful. That's what my mom calls, says. Uh, <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Shout out to you. Um, but I like, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It's like a, what is it, a fairy tale type of thing. And then number one, um, When Harry Met Sally. I never watched it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, I know a I lot of people, I know a lot of people rape about this. Yeah, a lot of people liked it. Never watched it, but yeah. Ew. All right, we'll take a break here and then we'll quickly just go through like what we wanted to see and then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and we are back. Missed us? Okay, so we're going to be talking about the films that we feel like should have made this list and yeah. did not. Mm-hmm. So starting off with num- number one on our list, on our own list yeah. of Amarachi and Daisies romantic comedies that were left out of the ringer. Um, 16 Candles. Yeah, and um, what was the other one that she did? Just Molly Ringwald and all the movies Someone that she had, did. Thank you. Someone, someone, was had, against, someone was against Molly. Someone in the ringer does not like Molly Ringwald. No, I don't think they did. Because how can you read that? I feel like... Pretty and Pink. It was Pretty, pretty and pink. pink. I feel like I didn't even understand like how big those movies were, but I just knew growing up that like I needed to watch this movie. I instantly fell in love with them. And like I just I can't I don't understand why they were left out. I know someone definitely had some type of eat with Molly. 
Um, 16 Candles is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I have actually watched it. I was trying to watch it 16 times for my 16th birthday, but it didn't really happen. I think I watched it 12 times, not 16. What were your plans? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully finding someone to sit. It's just so cute. Hopefully finding someone and sitting in a little like dim room and pulling out your candles. It's your 16th birthday now. <laughs> like it's just so cute, and then like I know it's very problematic because if I watch like watching it now, now like I think the last time I watched it was like probably a few years ago. But watching it now is like it's really problematic. Oh, is that um, to that? You probably, probably, and Pretty in Pink they shouldn't have left that out. Yeah, it wasn't that problematic. So. Yeah, I feel like those were. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, someone is out to get you, Holly. Sorry, we got you though. We got you. All right, another movie that should have been on here is Love and Basketball. Like, that's a romantic... Is that a romantic comedy or is that like a drama? I feel like it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, I feel like it falls in there. We're, we're on romantic drama. We don't have romantic dramas. We, we don't? We do. Is that a category? We need to figure that out. But I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna shuffle it in that list. Yeah, we're just going to put it. Because there was Sorry. a lot of funny parts in there. Okay? Yeah, we left. So, th- therefore, it's a romantic comedy. And then another one, I think, um, came out around this time, Save the Last Dance with Julia Stiles. Let's not forget that. And that one was funny. <laughs> that one was funny. That was funny. Real and funny. Um, Ke- uh, what's her name? Our girl, Kara Washington, was in it, too. She played the, sis- the friend, sister? She did. Mm-hmm. In the club scene. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, black movie, Brown Sugar. Yes. I don't know why that was left out. If they had the best man, I feel like Brown Sugar should have been on there. Coming to America. That was a typical, and you know what? That changed a lot of people's lives, yeah. AKA my parents, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they, they love that film. I feel like they watch that film so many times. We got that on VHS, still, still. So that changed a lot of Africans' lives. Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, you know, I think that's what a lot of Africans watch, okay? Before coming to America thinking, that is gonna be something. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm also still laughing. I still, I do got the old VHS. No, coming, um, coming to America. Like you're right. A lot of Africans love love that movie, and I will even say. Before we had Black Panther, we had Coming to America. Because all these other movies were, were showing Africa as like this like poor place. Yeah. And, and Coming to America, it is a fictionalized uh, whatever, but it's fine. It showed that like African people are rich and there's royalty and all these things. So I, it was, it's a great movie. How can you do how do you not? And it was so funny. The fact he like comes to New York and Queens. And it's a great movie about like falling in love. And we all hope to meet a man and he ends up being like a king, a future king to Call me out there. A kingdom. My yeah. number is. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't know why I wrote it out. Um and the Queen Latifah. I feel like Queen Latifah was in a in a few Queen Latifah is not a movie for those who are uneducated. Latifah was in a bunch of movies like The Last Holiday and then I think Just Right, but I feel like The Last Holiday would have been really good. Yeah. She 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 had her prime. She's still in her prime. Um, she's definitely that person that honestly, she can fit in any genre. Mm-hmm. And the things that I see her now, not only in 
film, but also in television. Mm-hmm. She just plays a part, right? Yeah. She plays a part pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. So someone out here has apt has it out to get Queen Latifah. Molly and Queen, we got you, girls. We got you guys. Uh, and then even uh, another movie we were talking about. She's all that. With yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Another classic. He was a cutie. He was a cutie. He was a cutie. I don't know why they left that out. I don't know why they left that out either. Again, it's another classic. Yeah, that's a classic. And he was in another movie called Head Over Heels, um, which I recommend everyone watching. But yeah, he was in a he was in like a lot of he was he was a, a 90s romantic comedy. He game. was. So I'm surprised there wasn't even a movie where um they featured him in. All right, bringing it back to the 2000s, I feel like they left out a few movies. They did left out a lot of movies. Step Up with, with, again, Channing Tatum. I think that was, that's a romantic comedy, right? Yes, it is. There was a lot of comedic relief in there. <laughs> again, if we laughed, it's romantic comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, that was such a cute movie. And then also The Proposal. I'm surprised that that movie was not in there or any other Ryan Reynolds film because I feel like he has done so many types of like romantic comedies. Just Friends is another one, definitely maybe. But the proposal should definitely should definitely be in this list. I'm I the ringer, you're gonna be getting a call from the lunch ladies because <laughs> you left out a bunch of films that you shouldn't have. Um Mamma Mia uh, yes! musical, but I, I think we we love that one. Mamma Mia Here we go again. Mama um <laughs> P.S. I Love You with Hilary Swank. Yes. That was so cute. Although I did feel sad while watching that movie, I still think it was it was like a really good one. It was. If you, if, I feel like it had a lot, I still have a lot of happy moments. Mm-hmm. You, there's some moments that you will, of course, cry with some moments you will laugh yeah. as well. And apparently it's based on a true story. I think so. Yeah, or I just made that up, but anyway. I want to believe Daisy. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, another one I liked, Leap Year with um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, yeah. you know. That, that movie's a classic. If everyone, um, like, she goes to Ireland and she's trying to have, get her boyfriend to propose to her, and then she meets this other guy. It's great. You should watch it. It's a fantastic one. I don't know if this one deserves to be on here, but Legally Blonde? I think so. I think so. But I think that also goes back into what you're saying. Like you said before, there are just certain movies that, even though it still falls into rom com, mm-hmm. it was. Outshine, yeah, yeah, or something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. I'm surprised that um, Fifty First States wasn't on this movie on this list. That was such a good movie. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Again, I'm looking at him twice. I think I would replace Fifty First States with a wedding singer. You think so? I would. I would. I would. I would replace that with forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, man. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was a good. I like. I would watch that movie if it was on, but like, I didn't know why it was like number nine. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. And then um, the other movie we we talked about was Serendipity, and it was with Kate Beckinsale, and she keeps meeting this guy. What's Kate doing? She was also in her little prime at this time. I love Kate Beckinsale. She she's a great actress, and do you know she speaks like five million languages? She studied like she can speak Russian, French, and a bunch of. Wow. Other things. She's highly educated. Yeah, I'm a yeah. Keep back and say where you at? Where you at? I think she's she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. So serendipity should have definitely been on that list. And I used to think serendipity was about that because there's an ice cream store called Serendipity. Did they ever go there in the movie? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. 
Anyways, that's it. But yeah, so that is the episode. Thank you for listening. Yes. Um, please, please, please do not forget to follow us on our social on IG, and we now just made a TikTok. So please keep an eye on that. Lunch breaks on Instagram, and then on TikTok we are lunch breaks on TikTok as well. We are <laughs> <laughs> we are lunch breaks podcast. We are lunch break podcast on TikTok. So please do not forget follow us on those two socials for more content. And we're just going to wrap it up here. I'm going to have Daisy sign us off. Lunch break's over. Get back to work.